Hey! This week, Melissa and I are discussing the 1979 film Screamers, a.k.a. Island of the Fishmen, and we have a hell of a good time talking about it. Lots of fishy fellas, as Melissa calls them. Uh, kind of a trashy 70s film that we actually uh, really enjoyed. Well, I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than Melissa. But yeah, it's a really great conversation. Um, we also discussed a few other movies uh, that I don't have pulled up. Consummately unprepared. Here we go. Uh, Melissa talks about The Green Knight, which came out this year, 2021, recently. I think it's still in theaters. Uh, Here Comes Hell from 2019, which I believe she watched on Shudder. I could be wrong. You know I don't look into things before I start talking. Because <laughs> I'm lazy and irresponsible. Uh, I discussed 2016's The Alchemist Cookbook. And I also discussed Stuart Gordon's Dagon from 2001. And then I talk about two others. So Sergio Mantino directed uh, Out of the Fish People, among a billion other movies. Very prolific uh, Italian director. But I talk about two of his other movies. Mountain of the Cannibal God and The Great Alligator. Did not write the dates down, but they're right around, they're right around 1978, 79. Um, yeah, dug both of them, actually. Well, no, I don't think I liked The Great Alligator. But anyway, I talk about those, and uh, we have a lot of fun on this episode. Um, there's a point where I sound like I'm dying, and I have to pause because I'm having like a weird, random coughing fit. I am perfectly fine, though. Probably just a little bit of allergies. Don't worry. I am still alive. Um, and then the only thing I guess I have left to address is the fact that we <laughs> took another week off. Uh, and I thank you, all of you. I apologize again for uh, us kind of not explaining what was going on. Um, but I had a, I, I have a new job, a new position at my job. It's kicking my ass, and life is just really, really busy. It's been a terrible summer. Um, I guess not a terrible summer. There's a lot of stuff's happening. Um, some st- Melissa had some family stuff come up. It's just... Summer's been hit or miss, but it seems like things are slowing down, and hopefully we will go back to weekly episodes. Um, And remember, we're only doing one movie now. We changed the whole format of the show, basically. We're doing one classic movie, and then we're going to try to keep up on the newer movies. So Melissa has done a good job of talking about the newer movies. She talks about Green Knight. Um, I have not. (laughs) Uh, Again, I've just been like busy, but I'm going going to be getting back into it and on track soon as my life... Uh, finally slows back down, hopefully. Anyway, like I said, great episode. Thanks for checking us out. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 61. Anyway, I do a really good Mickey Mouse impression. Let's hear it. My, my throat's super dried out, so I don't know if I can do it right now. Huh, from what? Oh, boy. Why'd and you I grab the cup like that? What do you mean? You like finger like in where because you put this your... Is this is way. stressing me out. No, but it freaks my daughter out whenever I do it. And so you do it often? Yeah, I'm like, hello, Molly. And then she's <laughs> like, stop it. Daddy, no. You want to go to the store and get a toy, Molly? And she like freaks out wow that is not how i want to start this what show, a nice dad <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to our <laughs> show that was a, this is the worst intro ever yeah but it's all your fault a stupid mickey mouse anecdote oh I'm boy ho- i'm your host chuck <laughs> and i'm your horror co-host mel indeed you are and this is the weekly horror movie podcast in is which, it <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it happened again. <laughs> That's my fault. We're having a family emergency. Well, it's partly my fault, too. We could have recorded on Wednesday. Yeah. But then we had family stuff. Families, man. Sort of. They're the fucking worst. Yeah, families suck. Let's get rid of our families and just do this podcast. Well, <laughs> that's not a bad... No, wait. You guys are listening. We didn't say that. Our families are <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, please. Amanda doesn't listen. No one in my family listens to this show. Yeah, but if something happens to your family, they're going to be like, oh, well, listen to this. One of our listeners is going to be like, Chuck <laughs> said he's going to murder his whole family. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm not going to murder my family yet. <laughs> um... This is this is the attempted weekly. We're trying something. The alleged weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss a classic horror movie and some other stuff too. Yeah, we other, always we do I a lot of talking. Yeah, I haven't figured out how I'm gonna because I used to have the whole intro thing where I said everything said the same thing, but now I don't know what to say because it's different because we stopped doing the new movie. You feeling good? You you sound a little uh, raspy today. I don't I, like nice you. and deep. Like, yeah, uh, sorry. Don't, why are you apologizing? You sound more pleasant than usual. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I woke up this morning and my, my throat was just super dried out. Wow. I don't know. Probably allergies or something. And yeah, my allergies have been kicking my butt today. That's why half my makeup's already wiped off. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Anyway, so. Yeah, enough uh, of that. Yeah, let's get to the horror. You're a horror. Hor- a horror. A horror. A whoring I shall go. Okay. All right, you're up. What What's up? What's How do we do this show again? I fucking I don't know. Forgot. It's been a week. <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you what I read. I'll tell you what I watched. You know, the usual. Okay. Mel's reading corner. I know you didn't read, so. I didn't. I, I you read t- a story. I read a story. Hey, we're getting somewhere. The Shadow over N. Smith, which we will talk about later. Sure. Sure. All right. So I read The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. The Only Good Indians. I've heard of this book. Yes, it's wonderful. Uh, is he, it a horror novel? It is a horror novel. Did they make it into a movie? No. No, it just came out. It's like brand new, 2020. I so must have seen it yet. pop up on my feed or something. I've posted pictures. So maybe, oh, maybe that's... I post pictures <laughs> of all the books I read. Maybe that's what it was. That's probably what it was. I'm like, I'm reading. You're going to know it. <laughs> all right. Okay. So it... Uh, what am I... I'm going to talk about the book. Shut up. so seamlessly blending classic horror and a dramatic narrative with sharp social commentary the only good indians follow four american indian men after a disturbing event from their youth puts them in a desperate struggle for their lives tracked by an entity bent on revenge these childhood friends are helpless as the culture and traditions they left behind catch up to them in a violent vengeful way Ooh. It is really good. It sounds like fun. The book actually won, rightfully so, a few awards, including the Ray Bradbury Award for Science Fiction Fantasy Speculative Fiction in 2020. Ooh. This book good definitely makes Ray me feel... Ray Bradbury. Yes, I love his work, so... I've only read one of his books. Oh. I bet you can guess which one it was. It's mm. like his most popular one. Mm. Oh, shit. My brain. In fact, a lot of schools, I think, require... Yes. It's required reading. Just... I know what it is, but in my head, it's, I can't, it's, it's not uh, coming up. It's yeah. um, Fahrenheit... Whatever, four, four, fifty-one. Oh, no, what? Wait, 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 did I just screw up the book? The one, the one that's set in the future and like the government's taken over. Yeah, Fahrenheit four fifty, Fahrenheit four fifty-one. Yeah, that's what that's, I said. That's the temperature that paper burns, and they this burn all the books. Something my brain's like, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Well, I've read a bunch of his stuff. Of course, I read that in school. So, but I read it on my own because I wanted to. Wow, congrats! But that was probably like a million years oh, ago. Oh, a million years ago. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, 
In the Only Good Indians by Blackfeet author Stephen Graham Jones. So he is native. So it's not like some weird like title that's like, you know. Yeah. yeah. He knows what he's talking about. Um, so you see the effects of like intergenerational trauma because there's like the history and like, you know, beliefs of native people and like the family. There's a lot of substance abuse and racism you know, st- yeah, all that I would stuff imagine. that they yeah, would yeah. be going through. While also seeing the resilience of families, friendship bonds, community ties, and traditional ceremonies. This is actually a really good book. I learned a lot. You learned a lot. <laughs> yes, That's because cool. he's like also talking about his culture. So. so it's all based on like fact. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously... Well, yeah. You know what I mean. It's inspired right, right. by like real life. That's but, cool. Uh, and you know, I'm a hard horror movie fan, obviously, with this podcast. Duh. So, I mean, you he's written. So, this novel like managed to give like a horror movie experience pretty much. Oh, cool. Like, it's engrossing, sometimes repulsive. And uh, it made me anxious. It was definitely you expected things to happen and you would try to guess it, but then it would be like a twist. And you're like, oh, never fucking mind. Oh, wow. So. And also, for some reason, a few, I'm going to just say it, white people, like, didn't, they found this book hard to understand and, like, I guess, relate to, according to Goodreads, um, I guess, for the cultural reasons, or maybe they have some idea of how Native people are, which is kind of pointed out in the book, because there's, like, some teachers on the reservation who are white, and they're, like, you know, kind of pointing out, like, some things that white people say to Native people, you know. Okay. So they kind of put it out if you're paying attention. So I didn't think this book was hard to follow or understand at all. I, there was something I couldn't figure out. I looked it up. There's something called sweats where they have like sweat lodges and they like, they're like heated dome structures yeah. and they use them for like ceremonies and like, I don't know, spiritual, cultural experiences. So some people don't understand that, but they just couldn't, I guess, Google it. I don't know. That's weird. That yeah. sounds like subtle racism. It yeah. Like it feels. It was, like, and they're like, oh, it, I, I couldn't relate to any of this book. Seriously. It makes sense. Like, well, why don't you open your mind up a little bit and like try to understand? That's like, I just like, didn't understand. Like, there was a couple of the reviews like that, and I'm like, what? I couldn't relate to this. Like, you're not a Native American. Exactly, and they're like teaching you though. You what? learn a lot. That's stupid. Anyway, the book is bomb. It's great. Okay, cool. He's also written like 22 other books so far, and I'm gonna buy a bunch of them because they're already on my list because he's a great author his cool. writing is what's his name Stephen graham jones Stephen graham jones and also i looked him up dude's handsome as heck <laughs> handsome as heck handsome as heck he's heck and handsome heck and handsome all right he's the heck and best yeah 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 sorry <laughs> anyway so that's what i read and i will tell you about what i've watched okay let me go in order here no Switch i will not up. let you go in order so buddy pal did you ever get to watch the green knight no no it's been it dude it's been tragic all right the well, amount of, the, of things that have come up mm-hmm. over the last two weeks well mike and i were in the poconos and yeah, we had a free went. day yeah. so we did go so i'm going to talk about it not cool. obviously not spoil it but because it's brand new but also because i don't think this is a horror movie at all so let me just give really? you a little, honestly, no, it's pretty much straight fantasy adventure, which is great. It's great for that. Okay. But that's a I'm not sure why people, we expected it to be a horror uh, movie made. Yeah, it was, it There's was, some elements, but it's not enough to really to. The reason I was so excited about it was because it was marketed as a medieval King arthur yeah. however you say that, horror movie, Well, which sounds awesome. It's definitely just a fantasy. <sighs> I think it's great though. So. It's an epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless Arthurian legend. Arthurian. That's how you say Arthurian. that. Arthur, Arthurian. Mm-hmm. The Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gawain, played by Dave 
Dev Patel, who's hot. <laughs> who's, who's hot? <laughs> Super hot. King Arthur's, Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew who embarks on a daring quest to confront the eponym, eponymous? Eponymous? Eponymous. Eponymous. Mm-hmm. Hippopotamus. Green Knight, a gigantic. <laughs> I don't know what eponymous means. I'm gonna I need to I. It's just the synopsis. A gigantic emerald skin stranger and tester of men. Gay, Gawain. Gosh, Gawain. Ga- I don't even like his name. Gawain? Gawain, yeah. Contends with ghosts, giants, thieves, and schemers in what becomes a deeper journey to define his character and prove his worth in the eyes of his family and kingdom by facing the ultimate challenge. From visionary film director David Lowry comes a fresh and bold spin on a classic tale from the Knights of the Round Table. It doesn't sound like you wrote this. Uh, that's a synopsis. Oh, okay. So anyways, it is visually freaking beautiful. My gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's 824. Of course it is. Lots of like inventive camera work. Although I think some of it would actually make Amanda sick. I'm not sure if oh, she really? should even see it. Yeah, there was some spinning. She has no desire to see this movie. Okay, that's fine <laughs> then. Because there was like a one where they're like in the forest and it's like spinning and then it goes completely upside down at a certain part. And I was like, oh that's gosh. Because cool. even I was like, Mm, this is making me feel a little queasy. That's cool. Oh, it's beautiful though. Most of the scenes, the camera seems to be constantly moving. There's a lot of like below shots, above shots. It is just beautiful. Word. Obviously, acting was excellent. De- Dev Patel was great. And so was the rest of the supporting cast. The score was magical. Reminded me of Lord of the Rings. Like, not sure which of the elves, the Woodland Realm or Rivendell. If you're a Lord of the Rings fan, guys, you'll know what I'm talking about. Sang all the songs because it felt like it was sang by elves. Okay. Beautiful. Wait, there was singing in this movie? Well, the score had like some musical. Coral. Yeah. Okay. And it was beautiful. Coral. Coral. That's what I call my cat. Get in the house. Sorry. <laughs> what? That's what he says on the show. Coral. All right. Anyways, but there are some things that I didn't like. Uh, the movie is fucking long. I'm going to be honest. It's over two hours and it does feel long. I feel like this would have been excellent as like a Game of Thrones type series. They oh, had yeah? so much going on that you could really spread this out. Like the whole story. Really? Yeah. Uh, some of the CGI was too much for me. Obviously, you see a picture like there's a fox in the trailers. Sometimes when the fox is moving, I'm like, that doesn't look that looks too real. Like it doesn't look like a fox. That's so irritating. But it's not that bad. What movie did we watch recently where it had like a it had a CGI wolf? Oh yeah, what was it? Was a Hunter Hunter with Devin? Yeah, Sawa. Devin Sawa. Why are they? Do, why? Just yeah. Get a fox. I mean, and then the one with the poops and the poops or sky in the cloud or whatever, they Uh could have just got a big old bat thingy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So uh, anyways, I really love this movie. I obviously I'm not going to spoil it. I don't think it's a horror movie. It's definitely straight fantasy. It's so beautiful. Well acted. I was confusing. I heard some people complaining that was boring. I know a lot of people would think it's boring. It was confusing at times. There are some like a lot of conversation and that's why I feel like it should be a series. Okay. But I thought it was wonderful. But I also love like medieval adventure. Like that's like also a thing I'm really into. But I don't know. I think you might find it a little boring in places. Okay. We'll see. Well, a a lot of times if if you give me like like you're describing these visuals as being amazing. If you give oh me... Oh my gosh, gorgeous. A lot of times, if you give me like a lot of really awesome things to look at and visuals, yeah. I don't even feel the, no, pa- it's, the pacing. You know, It's, it's just, great. I feel like even with the visuals, I did feel the pacing a little bit. Okay. But I thought it was great. Uh, the Green Knight looks really cool. Uh, Wasn't that played by the dude from The Witch? Yeah, the dad. Yeah. And then there's also the queen voice. who's played by the mom of The Witch. So they oh, really? just love those two people. Okay. Like A24 is like, yeah, that's how they're those great people. actors. They are. And the acting was wonderful all around in this. Um, when, yeah. I, when we did The Witch, I think I told this story when we did bitch. The Witch. Yeah. Uh, I was doing research and stuff and watching I, I, at lunchtime in my car. 
and uh, I watched an interview with those two. What yeah. are their names? Katie something and yeah. not Katie something. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Let's see. And I know they both, because I knew them both from Game of Thrones. Oh, they're, okay. Both of them, I yeah. I never watched it. Well. Uh, Ralph, Ralph Innocent. Yes. And Kate Dickey. Yes. Um, but I watched an interview, and the, the guy doing the interview, he intros, he's like, I'm here with this guy and this, this mm-hmm. chick, and we're going to This talk. guy and this chick. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about a bit about The Witch, and then Katie, or Kate Dickey said some stuff. She has a really thick Irish accent. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then she stopped. And he started talking. Oh, and I, I had love it up, like, his booming I had voice. it up kind of loud. Dude, he bottomed out my speakers. Mm-hmm. His He's voice got a sexy is booming voice. so crazy yeah. deep and uh-huh. loud that I was like, whoa. It was like, a, it was like an 808 and like a yeah. metal song. Like, <laughs> boom. It was crazy. Anyway, go ahead. Nothing There's nothing else to add. I don't, story. Obviously, I can't give much away here. I thought the movie was great. Obviously, not in the realm of horror, though. Okay. But still, if you're into fantasy... If you're into medieval times, check it out. If you're into beautiful visionary work, check it out. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, I don't mind the uh, I don't mind the nice looking slow burn. Yeah, it's Which good. Is what you're describing. I I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. I've heard. And then I have two more movies I'll talk about, and then I'll let you talk. I guess. So I've been watching some newer stuff. I'm gonna try and watch something old eventually, and get back to you know the fun actually but the two movies i watched were a lot of fun so i watched here comes hell from 2019 uh it's when a seance goes wrong and a gateway to hell is opened at the westwood manor five old friends must put down their champagne glasses take up arms and fight for their lives in a blood-soaked evening of caviar cocktails and carnage both of these movies i watched are horror comedies like heavy in the comedy is it cranking out the horror comedies I know. this year and they've been the ones i've watched have been great these two are great uh this is only an hour and 15 minutes it's actually in black and white it's supposed to take place in the oh, 30s is this uh is this on shutter it is yeah okay passed, it's like you know british one. uh it's it's very low budget i think they only like had like twenty thousand british pounds to make this okay which is not a lot apparently i no. like did the translation to american money but i can't remember what it was it was only like twenty three thousand dollars or something oh wow yeah not a, a lot that is a shoestring budget so uh this is directed by jack McHenry. this is only film credit but it's fun uh he does everything in his limited limited power to transport you back to the 30s the aspect ratio the black and white photography the music is very old school and fun even the chroma key compositing for car sequences that's where there's like a shot they're like have one thing in the background like a moving mm. picture and then the car and the people in it oh, so yeah. it looks like they're moving they did that yeah they did that it was wonderful that's always fun when you see old movies and they do that yeah well, that's pretty cool though yeah i think the only problem with the movie is kind of like there's a the sound quality is a little bit off like needed a little bit of work and the acting can be stiff in places but it's low budget but anyways, this is so much fun and campy, and there is some good like modern gore in it. Okay. It's not perfect, but quite entertaining. Uh, there's demon possession, fingers being bitten off, Ooh. and then even more stuff. There's a face that gets like blown off. Uh, this like lady doing the seance, and like she's just like missing half her face, but her like eyeballs hanging down the Ooh, whole that's time. Fun. And it's really funny, actually. A lot of people said that this is like a black and white <laughs> Evil Dead. I don't think it's quite Evil Dead, but it has like a lot of that aspect and fun. It's like zany. Yeah, oh, okay. zany. The the like gore is there, uh-huh. and it's just like this lady without her head, like moving around, just like <laughs> bobbing around, and like the eyeballs flopping back and forth. It's that actually like really fun. fucking funny. Yeah, watch this. Yes. Um, Sounds like Here Comes Hell 2019. Word. There was one scene I didn't understand where she's like shrinking, but it's apparently they're like 
starting to hallucinate or see some things the demons are messing with them uh, okay so it was like a scene where like it's like supposed to be the incredible shrinking man like they're really throwing it back <laughs> okay but then like it's like oh wait no that was all in your head you're fine Jeez. so that was a little confusing but it was still worth it a lot of fun that sounds like fun dude 100 dude 100 and then the five last by five. thing five by five word the last thing i watched was i had a bloody good time at house harker which is a, I've never from heard of 2016. Movie. It's on Amazon Prime. The synopsis is, it's been generations since the Harker great-great-grandfather killed the one and only Count Dracula. Now the Harker brothers and their best friend, Ned, are a town joke until a real vampire turns up. Dude, this is a lot of fun, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, we're just going to laugh. Like, we're not we're going to watch anything laugh. sad. <laughs> okay. This is directed by Clayton Cogswell. I don't know anything Ooh, by what him. A, what a name. Yes. Clayton Cogswell. I'm trying to, like, is put Is another down. British movie? Is it? No. Cogswell no. sounds very British. So I'm just trying to add in all these little details to make it, okay. you know, like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. <laughs> uh, the runtime's only 80 minutes, so also it doesn't stay, it's like overstay its welcome. Okay. This was a Kickstarter campaign funded movie, so it's also low budget. Uh, it does not take itself too seriously. This is very silly. has a lot of heart. And you could tell everyone was having a lot of fun making this. Okay. It definitely was giving me Shaun of the Dead, like creative vibes, like some of the shots from that. Did you read the synopsis? Yeah. Oh. I just read it. Okay. It's been generations since the Harker great-grandfather killed Dracula, and now... Right, you did just read <laughs> Sorry, I was zoning out when you were saying that. Rude. <laughs> Sorry. All right, and then right. I just stole someone's review. Actually, here's credit. Park Dobson said... Parker Dobson. Thank you, bud. A more lighthearted take on the genre. Skew skewering. Skewering. Modern fascination with vampires while simu <coughs> simultaneously. Oh my God, words today are not simultaneously. There's no a second M in there. Simultaneously. <laughs> Keeping a humorous and upbeat Every tempo, I know, to the whole thing. This is the same niche, 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 niche. It's niche today. It's niche today. <laughs> All right, everyone, today. <laughs> Whenever day you're listening to, you got to pronounce a niche. niche. This is in the same niche. There you go. Spot as things like dead and breakfast. There are tons of jokes. Many do fall flat, but sometimes you just can't make everyone else laugh. Uh, enjoy it for what it is. Late night horror comedy fueled by copious gallons of blood, bad Ooh. puns, and not really a lot of action. Actually, there's some good amount of action. I thought this was a lot of fun. As stated, there's vampires taking over. They're going crazy. They're filling this house. They're, but like they have the house is like goofy and set up funny so there's like okay. a wood chipper upstairs because they're doing some dumb stuff there's a they wood point chipper out, upstairs. you have to watch it they pointed out that she's like the lady's like going through the house because they're about to take it away because okay. i don't know they haven't been keeping up with it or whatever and she's like why is there a wood chipper up here but it comes in handy later so okay. oh okay so it's a wonderful setup there's a wood chipper kill there is oh nice oh wonderful stuff oh uh, it's a lot of fun like i think this one i had a well hold on i've lost my notes i had a bloody good time at house harker mm -hmm. and you know what yes i did okay yes i did very good anyways i recommend this and nice little how here comes hell button on the end of your review there like <laughs> that's it what that's it i'm done i'm uh, done with you're you done. i'm out is it my turn my brain is fried that's what i'm saying like i did <laughs> i was like did you say the synopsis i'm i'm also like my brain is like my job has been. I, did I mention on the show that I got promoted? Yes. And like I, my yes, my you job often like to talk about yourself. Is so hard now. It's so ridiculous. Big it's hard just, one. It's just what? What? What'd you say? What? Big boner. Yes, I walk around with a giant boner now. It's part of my new position. 
It's I required. thought it was the pleats. It's required. It is the pleats. Um, but it's just been kicking my... I've been coming home late like every night and yeah. just like just like collapsing on the couch. I'm not used to working this hard. Aww. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. So right. yeah, my, my brain's also a little fried. But I did watch some great movies. I watched a ton of movies. Oh my god! Um, a couple of them were classics that I'm not going to talk about. Actually, I'm not going to talk about a majority of them. But I watched like Alien. Uh, I watched yeah. It with Alex. Wonderful. My son. Did you like the second one? Uh, we we only got like, we got to the dinner scene. Oh, I like that scene though. Yeah, the CGI is terrible. Yeah. It's just all CGI and everything I, is yeah CGI. That was stupid. Um, yeah, why didn't they just get a real suit? No, I hate the second clown. one. Fuck the second one. Yeah. The movie sucks. I agree, especially that the resolution to uh, their yeah, problem. Didn't that make didn't any make any sense. sense. It was so dumb. I really think because Aunt, what's his name? Andy Muschietti? Uh sure. The director? Andy Muschietti. Yeah. Andy uh, Milanakis? No. <laughs> it is Andy Schmilashmakis. <laughs> yeah, Andres Muschietti, no? I can't remember what his first name is. Where is it? I don't know. I just looked it up. What's his name? Uh, his name is... Andre Muschietti. That's what I yeah, said. I'm sorry. Why did I think it was Andy? Um, I really think that he kind of just... There was, you know... It was just kind of like... Wait, he also goes by Andy. Okay, that's what His I real thought. name is Andres, but he goes by Andy. Andy Muschietti. That's what I thought. But, like, I really think that he just kind of caught lightning in a bottle with the first It. Yeah. Because, like, I haven't liked anything else that he's done. He you did didn't Mama. like Mama. Yeah. No. That movie sucked. It was okay. It was dumb. It was okay. It was a bunch of bad CGI again at the end. It was stupid. What else did he do? Uh, Let's see here. He directed... That says Mama, Mama, It, It 2, The Flash that's filming, Attack on Titan that's announced. So nothing. His okay. Anyway. Something in Spanish. I don't know. I kind of have a feeling that he's not a good director and that just like It Chapter 1, just like he just got lucky. But mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see what else he does. Because It Chapter 2 was such a like, a, a, such an absolute bomb for me. Yeah. That like it makes me wonder like, you know, like I said, if this guy just got lucky with it chapter one and also mama sucks i hate that movie it's stupid anyway i watched that i, I think i mentioned i watched alien i watched a bunch of other stuff that mm -hmm. i'm not going to talk about it's like you know j just a bunch of like big movies you know that we'll probably end up doing on the show um but i did watch a couple of things oh i watched this the the new series on hulu Monsterland. oh i you heard oh, wait, of that? i've skipped past it we watched two episodes yeah yeah don't bother it's oh, it is no. terrible super boring um they focus less on the they're all supposed to be stories about loss and grief and like and mm -hmm. you know like you know the human condition and like you know what people are going through and there's just like little bits of horror sprinkled in it's not yeah. even i don't know I, I say don't waste your time i found them incredibly boring and really just sad and depressing. Aww. And like Yeah, just, I don't want to be sad. That's why I'm watching all those fun movies. Yeah, like the first one was about this girl who got pregnant when she was like 14. Okay, wow. Already sad. And yeah, and she, she her parents are gone. She's living on her own. She's working in this like... At 14? At this, Well, no, she's like 16 or 17 in the movie. Okay. But she has like a three-year-old daughter. That's insane. And she's, you know... Uh, the father is abusive, mm. like tried to kill the of kid. Of course, everything that's awful is going to happen. Yeah. 
And then the That's horror the that was sprinkled in is she just meets this this skinwalker. Oh. It's like this entity that kills and yeah. wears people's skin Ooh. and like becomes them. Yeah. But it's such a small part of the episode. Okay. So it was really like about a, her, it was yeah. like a throwaway. It wasn't even like and it was stupid. And then the second one's about this kid whose mother had a stroke and she can't work anymore and his father left him when they were oh when they were gosh, little and he drops heck? out of high school so that he can have a job to pay for his mother's medication and they cut off the medication. This is just childhood trauma. Yeah, and it's just like and then the horror part aspect of it was like the reason all these bad things are happening to him is because of like shadow people. Mm-hmm. And that have you ever heard of that whole conspiracy yeah. theory? It's a real thing. Yeah. Um Shadow people, yeah, man with the hat, you got it. But it wasn't like, it was, I don't know, I hated it. I thought it was annoying and boring and a lot of talking, a lot of just sad shit. He gets fired from his job. So um, everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Yeah, and it's the, just the dude has an awful sad life. Sad porn. And yeah, yeah, really, that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Trauma anyway, porn. Didn't like it at all. Don't Don't bother, in my opinion. I won't. <laughs> um, but I watched that. I watched. Uh, oh, I watched a movie that I absolutely love. I posted it on Instagram. It was like the last thing I posted. Uh, the Alchemist Cookbook from 2015, hmm. directed by Joel Potricus. Uh, and he's done some other huh. movies that I want to check out. There's a movie called Buzzard that I want to watch. I had never heard of this director. Like I had never heard of this movie. Yeah, I've never heard of. I this. was on Hulu. I thought this was a book. Uh, it might have been book? based on a book. I feel like this is a book that like Myers read. Maybe, maybe. Based, maybe <laughs> I remember based him on, like having a. Book. I didn't really do too much research on it. I just watched it, and I really well. I did actually do quite a bit of research. Yeah. Um, because the movie was so unique and weird that I was like, "What is this? Like, what is this based on?" So uh, here's a synopsis: An isolated man, Ty Hickson, played by Ty Hickson, lands in hot water when he summons an ancient demon in the backwoods of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, so he's basically he's like this this self-made chemist. Okay. Um, and he's doing all this stuff throughout the movie mm-hmm. where he's, uh, he's, he's got some book and it's got like spells and incantations, but it's also got like all of this chemistry stuff that he has to do. Mm-hmm. And he's constantly like, like, um, putting potions together and doing all this chemi- chemistry shit. So he really is a chemist. Well, no, he's not. Oh, he's an alchemist. Oh. And when I started researching a little bit into the movie, I was like, oh, they're doing like a modern, an actual modern alchemist. Mm-hmm. So alchemy back in the day, and this is based mostly, I think, on medieval alchemists. Mm-hmm. So alchemists, okay, so he's, he's isolated. He's out in the woods. He's out in the middle of nowhere. He's doing all this weird stuff. He, he hates people. And he's got all these weird codes that he uses. Okay. Um, and he won't, like his, bro- I think it's his brother. It's his brother or his cousin or something shows up. Like he won't tell him what he's doing, but he's doing all this weird wizard type shit um so i read about medieval alchemists and they were the same way they were isolated they were like mm-hmm. they were like witch doctors almost um and they were like wizards and they did that and they uh i, don't know, I should read from my notes <laughs> um they were interested in figuring out how to turn like metal into gold and how to um create like immortality elixirs and panaceas you know like mm-hmm. cure all drugs yeah. Um, through science, but then also magic. They combined primitive science with magic and the supernatural. Um, and a lot of what they did was tied in with witchcraft and sorcery. Um, so like like you mentioned Lord of the Rings, like part of what Gandalf did was alchemy. So you could say that like w- like wizards from stories. Wow, you have my attention. There were alchemists. Um, 
And a lot of what they studied and a lot of what they did trying to turn metals into other metals and trying to turn metal. Because mm-hmm. if, if you can turn if you can turn iron into gold, you, I mean, you'd be rich. You'd be, you'd be crazy wealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, but a lot of what they did um, in trying to do this, they got right. They, they created a lot of chemistry and things in chemistry that like we use today. And like a lot of their instruments, like pipettes and like mm-hmm. the flasks and the jars and all the shit that yeah. they use in chemistry. Beakers. Yeah, beakers and shit. They came up, they made those, and we still use them. And we still use a lot of the methods that they pioneered. They're they're like, you know, they're updated and they're obviously they're, they're yeah. modified, but but at the core they're all the same. So this is really interesting. Um, and they were very secretive and they didn't share any of the stuff that they knew or learned with anybody else, and mm-hmm. they kept these journals. So this guy is a modern alchemist, and um, I won't say much more than that. So I really like this movie. I don't think this movie is going to be for everyone. Oh, yeah. The reviews are very mixed. I think that a lot of people are going to find this extraordinarily boring. Um, but part of the thing that kept me going was because I didn't know that this was based on like medieval alchemists. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know too much about medieval alchemy either. Um, so I'm watching the movie, mm-hmm. and... I'm just so intrigued by trying to figure out what the fuck this guy's trying to do. He's living out the woods. His behavior is bizarre. Okay. Um, to the point where a lot of it is comedy because mm-hmm. this guy is crazy. And he's doing all this weird shit. And um, he's got a cat named Cass that's Aww. like his best friend. Uh, he hates people. And so I won't say much more than that because it's interesting what happens. Um, I will tell you uh, because about, I don't know, like, Half an hour in, I was kind of like, is this even a horror movie? Like, is something mm-hmm. going to happen? So I read a little bit. It is a horror movie. Mm-hmm. If you stick it out to the end, the ending is is funny, and it's there's some creepy shit that happens. So I highly recommend it, but again, I think a lot of people are going to think it's boring. So go in with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Oh, something, something funny that I learned about alchemists, too. Um, they used to think that rocks grew, like, out of the ground. Oh, they didn't know how they were formed, really. Yeah. They believed that rocks grew just like plants and animals and mm-hmm. everything else. They thought that they were alive. And then they thought that they sprung from rock seeds. Oh. And if you could find a rock seed mm-hmm. or like a gold seed. Well, or we're like, going out back. We're going to start looking. <laughs> start looking for rock seeds. <laughs> um, that, that would be like gold in its purest form. And then you could grow gold. So... I don't know. There was so much interesting stuff. I really went ham and like learned a lot about it. Went them. ham. So cool movie. Loved it. Um, like I said, there's it's definitely a horror movie. If you stick it out to the end and there's some cool shit that happens. The ending is a tad confusing. To some people, I didn't find it confusing, but I read that a lot of people couldn't figure out exactly what was happening with uh, the cat and a possum. And oh. I won't tell you the rest. Okay. But the, they gave the cat credit. It's played by a cat named Fiji. Yes. Beautiful. Um, won me over already cool movie cool and there is there is like like the synopsis mentioned there is a demon you get to see it and a lot of kind of evil deadish stuff happens towards the end Mm -hmm. i'll just say that and uh it is an interesting take it's a really interesting take on the whole cabin in the woods style movie so anyway uh the other movie i watched was in preparation for 
the fish people movie we're talking about today, I watched Dagan from 2001, mm-hmm. Stuart Gordon's. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, I hadn't either. And I was like, you know what? I should watch that because, you know, fish people. <laughs> and uh, I also read Shadow over Insmith again. Um, I'm glad you got one, one, one little one short story. story out there. Uh, so a boating accident runs a young man and woman ashore in a decrepit Spanish fishing town, which they discover is in the grips of an ancient sea god and its monstrous half-human offspring. Oh, yeah. Um, this is not Stuart Gordon's best movie, in my opinion. I still really like it a lot, but as it ranks with his movies, eh, I, I, it's, oh, you know, yeah, I know it's pretty far under, yeah. like From Beyond. and Obviously, yeah. Um, and uh, Reanimator. Um, but yeah, but I, I still like it. There's some pretty terrible spots of CGI. This is when they were still experimenting with CGI. It was still very much new in 2001. And uh, they really didn't do it right in this movie. Yeah. There's a scene where tentacles come out of this woman's mouth. And it looks, it's, it's atrocious looking. It's like, how did you let this fly even then? But other than that, I like it. Um, this is basically the movie version of Shadow of H.P. Lovecraft's Shadow of Red Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the events are different. And, you know, it's not in Massachusetts. It's in, like, Italy or wherever. Spain? Spain. Yeah, Spanish. <laughs> um, but the town is basically the same. The history of the town is almost exactly the same as it is in the story. Um, it even has the drunk old crazy man that provides all mm-hmm. the exposition in the in the story. You know, his name's, like, Zadok or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the people look almost exactly as Lovecraft describes them. You know, they got the gills. Mm-hmm. And the younger ones look more normal. And the older ones, as they get older, they turn into... They don't call... I don't think they call them the deep ones in the movie. But they slowly, over time, they turn more and more into the deep ones. And then they return to the the ocean. And that's where they live for the rest of eternity. They even have the, the esoteric order of Dagon is like the cult in it. And like... Um, and it's all for basically the same reasons as in the short story. So it's basically, they they could have called this Shadow over Insmith. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did because that's hard to say. And Dagon <laughs> sounds much cooler. And Dagon is a part of the movie yeah. and the book. so Or short story, novella, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, no, it's uh, just a short story. Okay. Other than, what? wait, what's the difference between a novella and a short story? Well, I don't know, but I know a novella is 5,000 words or less, but I don't think people call short stories novellas. Oh, okay. It has to be like a whole, and its own standalone, I think, to be a novella. I gotcha. Because really, that would just be in a, probably like a compilation anthology. Right. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. Glad we got to the bottom of that. All right. Glad I could help you there. <laughs> Thanks. Um, this has some, other than the CGI that I described, it does have some great makeup effects. Um, like I said, the fish people look pretty cool. Um, uh, there's a really epic, memorable face cutting off scene. The old guy gets his mm-hmm. face cut off and they struggle to get his face yeah. off and they're cutting and he's bleeding and screaming. It's, it's super graphic. And I would imagine that's, it, it looks pretty much like how it would look yeah. and feel if someone was actually trying to cut your face off and tear the skin off, it's it is gruesome. Only one way to find out. Sasha, Mike, get in Mike, here. Mike, get in here. We need to use you for an experiment. You don't need that face. Find the rustiest knife you can. <laughs> but yeah, um, whenever somebody, whenever I see, or whenever I see somebody mention Dagon on on 
whatever, Instagram or whatever, I immediately think of that scene every mm-hmm. time. Like, oh, man, that scene is awesome. Um, but I think that's all I have to say about it. It's, it's really great. I definitely recommend it. Um, it's very uh, atmospheric. It's always raining. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. uh, the main character. I guess this is my only gripe. The main character is is this nerdy dude from you know, he's wearing a miskatonic shirt the whole mm-hmm. th- the whole of time. Of course, right. And he's he's married to this woman who he's like completely ignoring. She is drop dead gorgeous and she's like fun and adventurous and he's just like meh. And you really want to see the chick, you know what I mean? You want it like yeah. she's a great character and she's beautiful and you're like and she basically disappears for almost the entire movie and you're left with this like following around this sniveling Aww. like yeah as he's trying to find his wife and i don't know the main character just isn't super likable but the movie's still good i think um and he's not like super annoying it's just like where would the girl go <laughs> <laughs> and why i don't I, like like she they're in the they're in the boat like mm-hmm. before the storm hits and before they run ashore and she's basically like he's worrying about stocks and he's talking about work and he's talking about numbers and shit. And she's like, would you relax? We're in Spain on a boat and we're millionaires. And she's right? gorgeous. Yes. And she starts like going down on him. And he's like still talking. And he and he, he says something. He's talking about something. And he says something along the lines of like, I don't even like that or whatever. Wow. And she, she takes it as like she, he's saying that to her. But it's like, dude. What are you doing? Right. Like, really? You're in. You're in this this like luxury sailboat with this gorgeous woman. You're you're a newly made millionaire. Uh huh. And like, you're just like you're not ner- trying to like, get a blowy. Like, <laughs> like for real. I, I I found that super annoying. I wanted to punch that guy. Yeah. Like for real. <laughs> anyway. What a guy. But the rest of the movie's great. Um, there's a. There's a um, a woman. It's a woman. She's like a teenager, though. She's like this young young woman. She's like the queen. She's like Dagon's queen yeah. or whatever. And she's like she's like half. Person. I'm not gonna lie. The actress's name is Macarena. Is it really Macarena Gomez? Maybe she says it. Maybe she pronounces it differently. But it's Macarena. What uh, the dude's wife? No, the oh yeah the yeah, goddess. yeah as Uxia Camaro. She's so pretty though. Yes, she's gorgeous. I like looked at. I was looking at the pictures. And I was like, wait a second. She's gorgeous, yeah. and uh, but you know. Um, the bottom half of her is all tentacles oh and my fish stuff. So I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. And she, yeah, right. <laughs> and she's trying to mack it with the the main character. She's trying to get with him, and they're I guess they're like sac- anyway. Anyway, yeah. I would give it all away. You should definitely, oh definitely God. watch. I'd Dagan. be into that. Wait, really? I, wait, I hear talking. Uh, yeah, that's you. I forgot to mute the other things. I haven't done that in a while. Hey, Sorry. while you're there. All right. But anyway, that's Dagan. Highly recommend it. Um, tons of fun. You know, it, it it has that that Stuart Gordon charm. Oh, yeah. You just like it it's an easy to watch movie. The pacing is great. Like it's just a good time. Especially if you like fish people. Mm. Uh to an extent. There's a lot of fish people horror movies. I don't think there's enough. You don't think there's enough? As long as they make it interesting. There's humanoids in the deep. Mm-hmm. We're doing um, I mean, there's Creature from the Black Lagoon. It's Creature from the Black Lagoon. We're doing Island of the Fishmen. Or Screamers, as it's also Screamers, known. Screamers, yeah. There's Cold Skin. I talked about that on the show, yeah. I think. That was fun. Wait, uh, is the barge people considered fish people? The barge people. Okay. 
That one I'm gonna re. I'm, I think I'm gonna rewatch that one. I feel like it has more redeeming qualities what than you, I let on. You hated it. I think you I was and just Amanda. Being, I remember that episode. I think that was, I was John just, Carpenter's Vampires and the Barge People. I think guys, I was just taking it too seriously. Maybe. I loved that movie. I defended that movie like to the bitter end. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I still have plans to buy it eventually and watch it again. I'm gonna be honest. I liked it better than Screamers. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Did Screamers make you appreciate that? Yes. That fish puke person. Make it more fun. Okay. Uh, you watch anything else you want to talk about? I did watch two other movies, Jeez, but Louise but um, they're Sergio Martino movies, and I want to talk about that. Sergio, what? Sergio is it? Sergio, Sergio Martino, Sergio Martino. Is it Martino? I don't think that's right. Ar- yes, it is. What's his name? Sergio. Produced by Roger Corman, knew that. Sergio Martino. Directed by Sergio Martino. All right, maybe I... I don't know what I'm talking about. He directed Island of the Fishmen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. I don't know well, what I was thinking of. <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking of either. Yeah, my bad. Okay. Um, But I watched some of his movies, and I'll talk about them briefly when we talk about... Okay. Uh, Screamers. God, which I, I really don't like calling too. Screamers at all. Sergio Martino did not direct Screamers. He directed Island, Island of, of the, the Fishmen. Fish yeah. And we can get into that. Yeah, let's get into that. Let's get that over with. Okay. Yes, we're going to have very different opinions about this movie. Um, let's gonna drop some links. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. I'll be right back. We here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for listening. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a suggestion. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema, on Twitter at Cinema Forsaken, through email, ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. Screamers, a.k.a. Island of the Fishmen. I better get a voiceover. Oh, you'll get a voiceover. It's the ah! 70s. Ah. The fish guy. Ow. Ooh, to the left. Oh, no. <laughs> Meatball, you scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Meatball. Meatball just came and licked my hand while I wasn't looking. I thought it was Satchel Mike. <laughs> He's on the other side. Huh? What if he was on the other side looking here? What? What if he was on the other side licking your other hand? Ew, that'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Mike, come look at my hands. There's no voiceover. You lied to me. And why is it in Italian? Well, because, isn't it? This movie is not in Italian. Pretty sure I uh, I don't think this is the trailer to the island of the fish. It sounds like, I don't know, I think... I, I don't know, it sounds like it to me. But this movie wasn't in Italian. No, it was... I had subtitles, no? No, you didn't. Pretty sure I did. I don't know what we're listening to right now. I know the movie... Dude, I... Yes, English, country of origin, Italy. Yeah, I know it's Italian. But they were not speaking Italian in the movie. Maybe you had a... Maybe you I had think like a, a dub over or No, but I, their mouths matched what they were saying. 
I had subtitles on, I know for a fact. What did you watch it on? Tubi? No, I watched it on Amazon. Oh, you paid for it? A couple dollars. Oh, I watched it on Tubi. I don't have Tubi app on my, my TV. But like what they were saying lined up with their mouths. But you had to have a dubbed version though, because it is really originally in Italian. So you watched this movie in Italian? Yeah. I did not. With subtitles. I watched and it. And I still fell asleep twice. I, I watched it in English, no subtitles. Huh. That's a long fucking trailer. Yeah. It's very long. Wow. Uh, yeah, no. Mine has subtitles. Really? Yeah. Alright. When we're done, I want to go back and look and I want to see the version. I want to see if they were speaking in Italian. Because I would have noticed that. Yeah. I would have noticed that their mouths weren't lining up to what they said. I would show Maybe you, but you I'm not paying. Maybe you watched an Italian dub. I'm not paying it for it again. Oh, I don't have to. I'm just, sure. I, I'm just saying for me. It's free on Tubi. It definitely wasn't Italian dubs. The words match their mouth. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it says it's in both, so I don't know. Okay, can we be done with this trailer? Yeah, so long. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like five minutes long. All right. All right. Go ahead. Uh, um, uh, Come on, give us something. <laughs> I forgot to write something down. I forgot how to do our podcast. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to read. I'll add something yeah, to post. Yeah, <laughs> please. Jeez. I'm not going to read the one sentence one. I'm going to read the longer one because okay. I'm getting tired of these short <laughs> ones that don't give you anything. All right. All right. After their prison ship sinks in the Caribbean, a group of prisoners and a doctor wash ashore. Are they prisoners? Yes. Okay. Wash ashore on a seemingly seemingly deserted island. They soon discover a strange couple who invite them to stay at their house. While the prisoners try to plan an, an escape, the doctor does some investigating and soon finds out just what the pair were really doing and why the prisoners keep disappearing mysteriously. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, it would just be um, a thorough synopsis. Aquatic creatures threaten the existence of a mysterious island. That's not even. Yeah. That's not even what this was about. So they didn't threaten the know, existence man. of the island. That's okay. just what it says. That's terrible. That's I'm why glad. I wanted to read the longer one. I understand fully why you did. All right. Okay. Now. Uh, this was directed by Sergio Martino, and it was written by Cesare Frug- Frugani. And Luciano Martino. Oh, Luciano. And they also credit H.P. Lovecraft for The Shadow Over Innsmouth, which it is l- very, very loosely based yeah, on. Yeah, very loose. Actually, um, it says uncredited, but we know. Oh, you're right. It does say uncredited right there. But someone put that in there. There's yeah, more. I think they should take that out. It's so different than that. Than, yeah. Yeah, they don't need to do that. Uh, and it stars Barbara Bach, Claudio Casanelli, Richard Johnson, Beryl Cunningham, Joseph Cotton, Franco Javaron. Roberto Passi, Giuseppe Castellano, Castellano. Castellano, you're right. Um, Oh, he's Italian. And that's enough. (laughs) All right, your initial, or do you want to do mine first? I think you, because I went last time. Okay, cool. And plus, we we should start with some positivity, because you're just going to be negative. Yes. Because you think it's stupid. Uh, Yes. Um, Okay, my initial thoughts. What did I think about this movie um, if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, it should not surprise you that I really loved this movie. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, if you've been listening, you know a couple of things about me. You know I love horror movies involving water. Wow. You know that I love old movies as long as they make sense and are decently paced. 
Um, I prefer them to newer movies. I love monsters, and I don't particularly care if they look stupid as long as they are prevalent in the movie, uh, which they were. The Fishmen were very prevalent. Got mm-hmm. to see lots of scenes with Fishmen. Um, and I love anything that even nearly resembles anything from H.P. Lovecraft. So it shouldn't be a surprise that I really, really enjoyed this movie. I may have watched it twice. Okay. Um, well, I should watch it a second time because I was sleepy. Okay. Um, I for some reason I just didn't I I wasn't ever bored okay. like you were I just I, I just, just went with it I thought that. it was great um, I, That's I, I loved the characters I loved the villains I liked the writing I thought it was fun and I highly recommend it Okay I'll tell you what I thought <laughs> I thought the fish fellows were a lot of fun yes, and I did were. enjoy that I love the way they look They looked so great um, I'm I'm glad you didn't think that they looked oh, stupid Oh no I lo- that's my favorite part Cuz Amanda kept making fun of it she was like these look so stupid no. I was like it's 1979 chill out yeah. she was like well, alien was made in 1979 I was like well different budgets here we go yes. Come on <laughs> But I thought I loved the the whole design of the fish people yeah, I thought it was the great. fish men like it, it definitely awesome. was giving me like a throwback creature from the back lagoon like the old school like Yeah yeah for sure So I actually loved that actually it was giving me like think the movie was bad i thought there was a lot of downtime with talking that i found boring oh really but when the fish people were on were on the focus i thought that was great a lot of fun the deaths were great gotcha. i loved them they made me laugh yes. uh, actually it did give me like the island of dr moreau like a 1896 science fiction novel yeah, by hg so wells this is kind of a mixture i had this written down yeah this is kind of a mixture of Island of Dr. Moreau. Which I love. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Which I love. And Shadow Over Insmith. It's which kind I of like also, yeah. all com- combination of but those. But I just felt personally when... I just... I don't know. I just... No spoilers. Need more. Less talking, okay. more action. I but I do... If people haven't read the Doctor Island of Dr. Moreau, it is like about um, a guy who's shipwrecked and then rescued by a passing boat, but he's left on the island of the home of Dr. Moreau, who is a mad scientist who creates human, like hybrid beings from animals, like vivid section is not spoiling it. Don't spoil it. I'm just, there's fish people. There's fish people. Anyways, I did think overall, there is some good stuff to this movie. I did enjoy, obviously we'll get to it when we get to what we like. I thought the fish people were great, but overall I found the movie pretty boring. Okay. Fair that's enough. it. That's it. I just fell asleep a couple times. Um, maybe I should have just watched it a little bit earlier in the day. <laughs> maybe. I no, I th- honestly I think your opinion of it is more in the majority of the mind. Yeah. But like I said, I have bias here. No, I understand. I, this movie I feel like I should too because I like those elements, but I just wish it was executed better. Okay. That's all. It was enough for me. But that's like it. you said, I don't think it's gonna be enough for everyone. Anyway, uh we're doing frightening facts, which we I are. don't have. Hold mm. up, hold on, here we go. Let's do it. Frightening facts. <laughs> frightening facts. That was fun. Do you want to go first? You, I, got, uh, I got a bunch. See. I'll say some. Okay. But a sequel by the same director, Sergio Martino, mm-hmm. uh, was released about 16 years later, titled The Fishmen and Their Queen. Queen. Yes. I, 95. I looked everywhere Can't for it. Can't find it? it? I, well, I could, but I think I want to say it was like ridiculously expensive. Okay. And yeah. I, or I couldn't, no, 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 I couldn't find a, uh, a region A copy of the DVD mm-hmm. anywhere. It was all other regions okay, that, gotcha. that won't play on our shit. Yeah. So I thought that was a fun fact that, uh, I would love for us to, one of us to find. Apparently it is terrible. That's exactly it's, what we need to find it's, it. It's, they said it's like, it's like half like family adventure movie <laughs> and like half nonsense. Um, here, I'll do the next one. Yeah. Give me a fact. 
Uh, for the U.S. version distributed by Roger Corman's mm-hmm. New World Pictures, if you know anything about Roger Corman, you know that he is a magician at getting people into seats to see his movies. Mm-hmm. There's an episode of um, Joe Bob Briggs at the drive-in uh, where he does Humanoids from the Deep, which mm-hmm. is where I watched it last time. And he interviews Roger Corman. And that guy, he's a he's kind of a genius yeah. at like making money off of trash movies. Um so anyway, Corman had approximately 15 minutes of new footage shot, of which 12 minutes was for the opening. Oh, yeah, I read those. Yeah. yeah. Future director, then head of publicity and marketing for New World Pictures, Jim Wynorski, is the one who came up with the title change and tagline and did additional filming in order for this mm-hmm. to be known as Screamers in the U.S. It's really kind of bizarre because they start out, this whole idea is that like, oh, these people are being turned inside out by these monsters, but they're still mm-hmm. alive. That, that... um fact doesn't show up anywhere else in the movie yeah like you i would have thought that like like corman would have had a couple of additional scenes as to how they were killing people in order to maintain continuity but that idea doesn't show up again in the rest of the movie and i find that bizarre so yeah i don't I guess they were having trouble like getting people to come out and see it, mm-hmm. and they showed it as is, and people didn't like it. And he was trying to—he was basically trying to trick people into yes, watching this movie yes. to make some money, and he did it, and it worked. So, anyway, you got any more? Oh, sorry, I was looking at how Roger Corman has 515 producer credits. Like, Jesus yeah, Louise that's what I'm saying. Like, he cranked them out yeah. and made a ton of money. Let's see here. Um, outside of that, this movie is supposed to be set in 1891, apparently. Yes. Which is not a fun fact because the hair doesn't work. But the hair, the 70s hair, the 70s hair. Yeah. But they outside of that, that's like all I got. Yeah. There's really, it really doesn't feel like it's in the 18 no, or 1700s or whatever. 1800s. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. It feels very much like it's in the 70s. Uh, one of a cycle of 1980s and mid late mid to late 1970s movies that got made after the box office success of Jaws. Mm-hmm. So there was a whole slew of these types of movies because Jaws was so successful and everyone was trying to cash in. Um, yep. Alien was similar. Uh, Alien was extraordinarily successful and there was a whole there's a whole shit ton of Alien clones that came out in the early 80s and late 70s based on the success of that. So so because of Jaws, we got movies like this movie, uh, Island of the Fishmen. We got um, uh, Orca, Piranha, Tentacles, Killer Fish, Barracuda. Ooh, all them fishy Tintora, fishes. Tintora, Killer Shark, Blood Beach, The Spawning, The Last Shark. Okay, so this is just... Oh, Humanoids from the Deep was yeah, one of them. This all one them was, fishy movies. Yeah, so the reason we got so many of these wonderful movies uh, is... It is all thanks to Jaws. Yes, thank you, Jaws. Thank you, Jaws. You're great. We do need a bigger boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we did. We forgot to say spoilers. Ahoy, hoy. Oh boy, boy. You guys figure it out. Yeah. It's, you know the show. We spoiling it up. Uh. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> all right. What's to like? Go on, please. Um. Bu- 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 um. I already talked about the intro a little bit, but I guess. Oh, I'll, the intro is the best part. I guess I'll elaborate. Um, and that was the added, the additional stuff they went back yeah, and added. Yeah. Which makes sense because it's definitely the goriest of Yes, it. it's very gory. Uh, dude gets his head ripped off. Uh, um, the intro is a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't. I thought the movie was fine without it. No, I, like, no way. I, like, I kind of didn't understand like, why. I the movie even more without it. People going into this movie would be the one... People that... Would, 
I don't know how I'm trying to say this. Yeah, how are you trying the to The people say this? that would go out of their way and pay money to see this in a theater mm-hmm. are the types of people that I would think would like the movie as it is. Okay. So I don't I don't understand what why he had, why he did this. Well, I, I appreciate that he did. I liked it as a fair part <coughs> of the movie. Yeah. It is fun. Um I love there's uh, in the very beginning there's um there's no mist in the cave. Oh, but it's so foggy. <laughs> but it's like it's not it's not real smoke. Yeah. It's like this overlay effect yeah. of fog. So it's it looks terrible. And I laughed out loud when I saw it. I was like, what do you do? Just use it. Get a smoke machine. There was smoke literally in the scene before this. Why don't you use that? I, I thought that was funny. little nitpick. Um, I really liked the score in this movie. I thought it was great. Every time things were like picking up. Oh, yeah. They play that like cheesy kind of music. Oh, that, I wrote that. Yeah. The score and it was uh, a lot of fun. I thought that was cool. And I've been watching more and more 70s movies because I liked this movie and I went back and I watched some other ones. Um, oh, I forgot in, fr- in Frightening Facts, I forgot to say that um, this movie is a part of um, Sergio Martino's, well, it's, it's kind of a loosely yeah. you know, associated. It's part of Sergio Martino's adventure trilogy. Oh, yeah. I read that, too. Um, and I went this back. This was quite the adventure. Yes, it was. This one is vastly superior to the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did go back and watch. Uh, the other two movies are uh, Mountain of the Cannibal God. Ooh, I just like the name of that one. Um, also, a.k.a. Slave of the Cannibal God from 1978. <laughs> That's the, definitely a 70s title. Yeah, and The Great <laughs> Alligator from 1979. Um yeah, and in order of best to worst is this movie, Island of the Fishmen, mm-hmm. then Mountain of the Cannibal God, which is pretty fun, yeah. and The Great Alligator. So I'll talk briefly about the other two. Um, the synopsis to Mountain of the Cannibal God, a woman slogs through the New Guinea jungle with her brother looking for her husband. Oh. Um, do you know who Stacy Keach is? Mm, doesn't sound familiar. He was in, if you look him up, you, you'll, you'll know right away. He was in American History X. He was okay. the bad guy in American History X. The guy that was like recruiting like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Nazi kids. <laughs> Nazi kids, uh, yeah. Um, he was in that show Titus. Do you remember that show Titus? I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else he's done. That's fine. He was in a lot of movies in the 70s. He was really popular. But I loved him in this movie. He was great. Um, I really liked this movie. It was very gory. Um, and it kind of ran all of the typical 70s cannibal tropes, mm-hmm. um, including the animal cruelty which I didn't like, but it wasn't it wasn't as prevalent as it is in some of the other movies. Oh, that guy's in a million things. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking Escape about. From, oh, yeah, L.A. Up in sm- oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really like this movie. The writing is bizarre um, because they made some strange choices that like were upsetting. So Stacey Keach is like the main character. Okay. But there's a point where he dies just randomly oh like on a waterfall he like slips on a waterfall and the uh the one guy could have saved him but he was bad he was a ba- he ended up being a bad guy of course and he didn't save him and the main character just dies with like 40 minutes left in the movie Wow! and then he's replaced by this other main character who is the main character in screamers he's okay. the lieutenant yeah uh, whatever that dude's name is and then they just go with him and he like it's really really weird i was like what and I kept thinking that Stacy Keach's character was going to show back up. Yeah. But he doesn't. He's dead. And <laughs> I thought that was bizarre. Um, and I didn't like it. And the ending was like, eh. Um, 
Okay. There's this whole twist at the end where the people that you thought were the good guys are the bad guys, and, uh. and then everybody pretty much dies by the uh, by the cannibals. So it was very gory, very violent. Uh, pretty decent cannibal movie, I thought. And then, and then we have the great alligator. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. An African god takes the form of a giant man-eating crocodile and attacks tourists at a newly built resort after it becomes angered by encroachment on its land. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Um, this movie is an absolute slog. It is. Yeah. In, if you thought Island of the Fishmen was boring, like, I did. holy shit, you wouldn't have been able to make it through this movie. The last 20 minutes are great. Um, as far as like pacing, but like the rest of the movie is just people talking oh, and no. them just kind of hunting around the island. Nobody died. Well, people die here and there, but like it's, it's all off camera and it's just this big giant alligator. Um, so I, I'm going to spoil it because don't ever watch this movie. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, the alligator shows up while the resort is having a boat ride on the lagoon. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was pretty great, actually. Uh, and it was fun. And it was all in the last like 20 minutes. So they're out on the lagoon. Alligator shows up, starts destroying the boat. The natives who are pissed that the resort is there because it 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 basically summoned the god that's killing everybody mm-hmm. that they don't want there. Yeah. They're pissed at the resort. So they're like, okay, if we go kill everyone in the resort, oh. the alligator will go away. Oh. So they show up and they kill everyone that's left in the resort that's not on the boat. Okay. So the people in the boat they have the alligator on this side. Yeah. Oh, and then they try to swim back to the resort. And then they have natives yeah, killing them on this yeah. side. And it was just like fun. It was like, holy shit, what are these people going to do? And the effects. Oh, yeah. The alligator effects in this movie are atrocious. They're like, they're like crimes against cinema. They're so bad. There's shots where they're, they're literally taking a toy alligator. <laughs> and I don't know if they're using string or whatever. And they have a board. And they're doing it's underwater, and they're doing this with the alligator going bop, bop, bop. Oh my bop. god! And it's like it doesn't even look like the boat. It's a piece of wood. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what it was. It was a toy alligator that somebody was like banging against a board of wood, and it was awful. They never, you never get a clear look at the alligator. It's always like the alligator shows the alligator's face, and then splashing, and then it shows like the alligator's tail, and then splashing in blood red water, and then the person's dead. Oh, wow. Oh, so freaking terrible. Um, uh, there was one very upsetting scene that like, I got seriously angry at. Um, so they try to keep the alligators from leaving because they want the, alli- the crocodiles. Whatever. Um, because they're in Africa. It's an African resort. Okay. Uh, they want to keep the crocodiles around because there's this whole sightseeing thing on this bridge it's called like crocodile bridge mm-hmm. so that they can look down and see the crocodiles so they're they're luring them there to keep them there they, dude this is so fucking upsetting they and they did this they filmed it and it was real they tied <gasps> baby pigs like no! piglets cute little black real? piglets oh yeah they were very i'm real. not watching this they tied um ropes around their necks and they were throwing them into the water <gasps> to like lure the the crocodiles none of them died but like it was so upsetting to yeah, watch. Yeah, I don't care. That's awful. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. I hated that. I almost turned it off. I was like, "Yo, okay, there's animal cruelty, and you killed yeah. a lizard earlier, but like, this is no, stop it. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing, psychos? I didn't like that at all. 
Um, yeah, and there was some really inconsistent. There was some. The main character is a he's a photograph photographer photographer. He is a photographer, and he is the same character. That was in Mountain of the Cannibal God. Oh, yeah. No, they've been using the and, same. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. This guy is the main character in every one of Sergio Martino's yeah. movie. But he's a photographer that's supposed to take pictures of the resort for he's marketing. He's a photograph. Got it. Uh, so that they can market it and sell it. Mm-hmm. But the entire movie, he's taking pot shots at the resort and like making fun of the resort and like, this is bad and you're, you're encroaching on their land. All the while taking photographs that are going to be used to sell the resort. Yeah. And he's got, he's got such a huge problem with everything. Like he sees the pigs being thrown in, the little piglets. And he says something and he's like, you're a psycho or whatever. And then he's taking pictures of it. Like that, that doesn't make any sense. You're making, they're paying you. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Why would you be doing this if like you, if it was so upsetting to you and you, and you thought it was this horrible thing? I don't know. It didn't make any sense. But anyway, that's a great alligator. Avoid. <laughs> Avoid at all costs. Unless you just want to see some of the trashiest effects ever, ever put on the screen, ever captured by camera. <laughs> um, all right. And that's it. That's the, uh, that's the adventure trilogy. All right. Wow. Do you want to tell us about this movie? movie yeah. we I'm sorry. I should have. I guess I should have done it in the beginning. Nah, it's fine. Actually, it's good. It fills in. The, okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Some stuff I like. I said I like the score, and I particularly like. I'm getting into these '70s movies. I like a lot of the aesthetics, uh, in in '70s movies now. Finally, like now that I'm getting into it, I'm like, okay, I can, <laughs> I can do this, because '80s aesthetics are like super easy for me to get into. Of course, it's all yeah. colorful and neon and and eye catching. Yeah. No, the '70s are still a little muted. Yeah. It's still, yeah, a little grainy. Yeah. Um. Ba 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 ba. Uh, I have a bunch of questions. I guess I'll save them to the end. Um, the twist is pretty cool, I thought. Because mm-hmm. um, you think, you know, this guy, he's telling the story about these lost people of Atlantis yep. and the fish people. Yep. And they, I actually did like that concept. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. And then you find out, it's like, oh, shit, then none of that's true. They're turning people yeah. into fish people, which is kind of terrifying. And that whole scene with Jose... And he's being transformed, and he's basically it looked like he was mm-hmm. trying to say like "kill me," and he's turning in that fish. That was that was gross. No, I agree. The makeup for that was great. I thought. I um, think all of that stuff, everything, the action they were giving us was so good. Honestly, I just too much dialogue. <laughs> okay. Um, how long was this movie? Mm, you know, I just exited out of it. You rude ass. <laughs> Let's see. Hour and twenty-one. I was, uh, yeah, our, yeah. Our you really thought it was that boring? I thought it. I was bored, man. Okay. Um, I thought the professor's lab is stupid. Like, like, uh, I thought the professor's lab looked cool. I thought it was a great set design. Um, with all this stuff around. I don't know. For I don't know why I wrote that down. I just thought it looked cool. Um, yeah, I mentioned the writing. That really didn't make any sense, though. The the, uh, I mean, it made sense, but like. Why? His the professor's whole reason for doing yeah. it was like eventually we'll return to the water. Like what? what? No, yeah. No, we won't. What the fuck are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. I do have like a why. That's yeah. literally my not. It really like, just, Why are we doing this? Yeah. It really just sounded like like a, an excuse to just get to do what he wanted to do. It's yeah. like, dude, that's never gonna happen. Like okay. And even if it does eventually happen, that's got to be billions of years away. Yeah. Like that's. Oh, he said eventually. You made it sound like, well, you know, like in a couple weeks. Yeah, like, you know. No, that dude, no. He Ugh. just needs tree fitty. Yeah, he <laughs> right. 
<laughs> um, I really liked that the villain is just like there's there's no guys there's no nothing with him. He's like the doctor starts like grilling him and he's like you're just doing it for the money and he's like yeah yeah I fucking am. What do you think this is about? He was like you don't have any intent to better mankind or anything. He's like nope, just want the money. Exactly. That's all I'm in it for. These fish people are bringing me money and that's all I want. <laughs> Because in other movies, you'd be like, you know, they, they try to, you like, know. Like, no, yeah, I have like, morals. No, I, yeah. I'm doing it for a mankind. But this guy, this guy just doesn't give a shit. He's like, yep, keeping all his gold. You want <laughs> some? Hey, if you keep this guy alive, you can have some. I, I loved the villain in this movie so much. Um, okay, this isn't necessarily something to like, but like, when I thought it was funny. Like, when they're getting into that, that, that tube that go that sinks down so they could see mm-hmm. the, the lost city of Atlantis. He makes the guy get in first. Yeah. He's like, here you go. There is no fucking way I would have right. got. I kept thinking. Hell no. When I thought, I was like, he's going to try to kill this dude. Mm-hmm. Make him get in this tube. I would have been like, no, fuck you. You get in first. That's the silliest points I'm making with this movie. Um, I love <laughs> I love how the fish people kill you just kind of by like um, s- scratching your face. It's literally my favorite part. <laughs> it was so funny. I wrote that down like three times. Like just to smack them in the yeah. face and just, then it they, just slides yeah, they, it down. basically like bitch boom. slap them. They're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Um, this is something I didn't understand. When they're in the boat in the beginning, mm-hmm. the doctor's like, yeah, I'm going to take you to jail when this is over. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. really, dude? <laughs> These guys could be like murderers. And... I would have at least been like, hey, you know, if we survive this, we can go our separate ways. But this guy's like, I don't know. He's he's a little too goody-goody for me, yeah. I thought. He was really yeah, like... Yeah, he's like, I'm definitely taking you to prison. Yeah. And like, whoa. Like, really, man? After all this? Yeah. Come you're on. not going to be cool? I don't know. Mm. Uh, that's all I'll say for now. I got some other stuff. But I have some other questions. Okay. But you can go. I'll add to yours. I love how foggy and misty it is in the beginning. <laughs> uh, like, obviously, the fish fellows are gross and slimy. They look great. Yes. I love them. The fish fellows. The fish fellows. The sc- yeah. yeah. The score, like you said, very 70s, very wonderful. I love the gore they add into this, that head being ripped off. Like, yes, the barge people can never. The bar. Does anyone's head get ripped off in the barge people? No. No. That's why. I said they could never. They could never do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love like the first 10, 15 minutes. Like we said, like it's great. That lady's like running around and like the fish, the bodies are all popping up. Yeah. And it's got that eerie 70s music, which is great. You really liked the beginning of this movie. I did. The special effects were fun. Uh, it, this movie's bad, but it's good. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. No, it's bad. The I acting's not great, but it's a lot of fun. It's really not. Yeah. The chick that played Amanda, what's her name? Barbara Bach. Yeah. I thought she was terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like the main. So so I do think that the acting wasn't great all around, but I still thought it made it better. Yeah. It's fun. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, uh, the fish monster vision. You would get sometimes. I love when they do stuff like that. Yeah, that was fun. Every time they showed up and you have like the the monster vision. Ugh, Them shits looked crazy. Them shits did look crazy. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know what I wrote down here. Uh, is she about to bone these fishes for real? You know, it kind of felt like there was something going I on. There was some, some sexual tension relationship between her and here. those fishes. Yeah. They really liked her, and then and then she's giving him that like white milk stuff. 
what was that about? <laughs> as, but I wrote that as a thing to like because I thought that was interesting. Oh, really? <laughs> I had I had it under what's not to like. No, that was it's fun. not even that I didn't like it. I was just confused. Yeah. What the fuck was that stuff bubbling up? Because that's what she's giving them. Yeah, I don't know. It's breast smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the island lactating. Yes. Because the then the one dude drank mother. it. The one dude drank it and he died, right? Yeah. Well, he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah, what was that? Hold on. So they the, they lied. They said the professor made this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the work that he was doing. He's All making right, this well, potion so, so that we jizz. can control him. Got it. But he wasn't. Yeah. So the stuff that they had was the stuff that was bubbling up from the ground. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't <laughs> make any that, sense. See, now that's another, like, hmm. Yeah, I don't that know. That guy did a lot of talking. He didn't explain that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get that. And the last thing I liked was I did like the idea of the lost <laughs> continent of Atlantis. I really wish that was a thing. Yeah. I really wanted that. It was a cool concept or premise, but otherwise. Hmm. Anyways, that's it for me. Okay. Uh, what's not to like? Give it to us. I didn't understand why Shakira wanted yeah. Amanda to die. Shakira, Shakira. Why she wanted her to die. Like at the end. She's yeah. like, no, she must die. She is not a part of the island. I don't. That didn't make any sense. No, it was rude. And then also, I didn't understand why she went back and saved the main character. What was her motivation for doing that? Uh, I have no idea. She barely even knew that guy, but she yeah. risked her life, went in. That is always and then a let problem with me with movies: is that they like always like they barely know the person, but they're like, "No, I'm gonna go back and save them." How did she even know he was down there? I have no idea. She runs directly down there. Yeah. Saves him on purpose. It's just a plot hole. For man. what reason? Plot hole. No idea. I thought that was weird. Um, <clears throat> I had something else. Oh, what was wrong with the professor? Because the doctor kept saying the lieutenant doctor kept mm-hmm. saying he was going to die if he didn't get help. And then he's up and running around. He's doing stuff. No idea. He's got I mean, those weird some, sores on yeah. his hand. Did he have cancer? Skin, like a skin cancer, skin disease. That's or what something? I thought. They didn't explain they that did, either. See, like, there was like a not a lot to follow. No. Except for fish people, and that I'm here for. Yeah, there's, there's some stuff that just doesn't make sense in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> man. You good? Yeah, my throat is so dry. I'm talking. I'm gonna get a drink in a second. Um. Yeah, that's all I had. That's it? Yeah, hold on. You go. I'm going to get some water. Okay. What I did not like. Let's see here. Obviously, I mentioned about the hair. It's 70s. So it's supposed to take place in 1890s. We could like work on that. Maybe put the hair up. Like the lady's hair. That was really annoying. Um, honestly, I was really bored. Like I said, I fell asleep twice during this movie. Twice. While he was, the professor was explaining everything. But he just kept going and going and going. And you can't trust him boring but it was a little late i should have watched it earlier um oh my god the sound effects when someone is being hit oh my god did you notice oh yeah i totally noticed i don't know why i didn't write that down actually that was like almost a thing that i did like but then i was just like no this is too goofy like (laughs) so i did not like that and the some of the effects were weird and some of the there was like some discrepancies here because like that lady she shows up and she shoots the snake and when she does that, she's like a brunette. But in the next shot, she, her hair looks blonde. Like I was confused. Like I don't know I if they that. just like you used really the, pay yes. attention to hair in movies. I like, do. A I didn't lot. know if they used like a fill-in actress for like a stunt actress for that like scene. But like it definitely was not the same person. Why would they use a stunt actress? I don't know. Maybe she didn't know how to ride a horse. I don't know. Wasn't she on a horse? I don't know. I bet they really shot that snake though. 
uh, probably, which is boogers. Yeah. Little noodle boys didn't hurt nobody. Noodle boys. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I thought overall there's a lot of fun in this movie. Just didn't hold my attention. Sorry. Indeed. Anyways, yeah. That's okay. It. <clears throat> I don't have any creepy questions this week. I actually don't either. I couldn't come up with anything. All right, that's fine. Uh, freaky favorites? Yeah, let's do it. Freaky, 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 favorite, favorite. Wow, please don't do it here, though. All right. So, how do we do it? Kill? Ah, favorite kill. All right. Honestly, I didn't write one down. I wrote, all of them are great. Like a slap at the face with a gill hand. And oh, no, now I'm slimy and dead. Didn't make any sense. I loved it. Why was the one person slimy, all slimy, too, that they found? I feel like that was probably my favorite. Um... My favorite kill was Edmund Rackham at the end. So they're fighting. I'm sorry. Hold on. I got to pause. Oh, my what gosh. Are you okay? We're almost. Okay. Jesus, <laughs> Um, My favorite kill is Edmund Rackham. As uh, I just said, we weren't recording, apparently. Are we recording now? We are definitely recording. Good. <laughs> I just want it to be over. I want to stop talking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he goes to hit. Uh, he goes. <laughs> so stupid i'm saying this again he goes to hit the lieutenant with something he's got in his hand and they're on the boat they're like fighting yeah and he goes to hit him and the lieutenant moves out of the way and he topples over the boat oh, no. which would never fucking happen but it happened it who who would do that oh no who I'm wouldn't overboard. just like stop themselves like oh i missed like <laughs> why would he why would he use his entire body to try to hit somebody it was so stupid and unrealistic it worked, and though. i laughed out loud and your favorite... Oh, you already did your favorite kill. Yeah. My favorite character. It's the fishy boys. <laughs> Fish fellas. Those slimy, beautiful fellas. It's so weird when this happens, when we think that we're recording or not, we have to go back and, and say, say all the again, same yeah. things again. Maybe it'll make the... Maybe it'll be interesting to someone. Uh, <laughs> my favorite character is Edmund Rackham. Uh, he's just super villain classic vil- evil villain yes. twisting his mustache good yes. good excellent and he's just so transparent and he's just like he, he's just a a villain that yeah, i could easily is. get on board with he doesn't yeah. give a shit about full-blown villain he's tying the lady <laughs> to the railroad tracks yep. yeah <laughs> and he's just like he and he ha- he doesn't like mince words at all yeah. he doesn't like he doesn't give a shit he's like no i'm absolutely doing this for the money <laughs> evil uh and then your favorite quote um i wrote down for some reason the guy screaming at 21 minutes lol i don't remember what that sounds like or why it was funny to me but it was but my <laughs> backup it was let me up you're breaking my arm yes jose yes as we already discussed i know um and then my favorite quote yeah let's be, hear it it feels like it'll be less funny now but uh there's one point where um edmund rackham is calling shakura and he goes shakura shakura <laughs> Never Much. really know if she could dance like that. Yes. She makes a man when I speak Do you remember when that song was popular? Yes. It was on all uh, like the time. All the time. Yes. Shakira, Shakira. Maybe she got her name from that. Maybe. It was like 2005. Yeah. 2006. I remember that song was always on. The uh, That was when Fall Out Boy came out with. Uh-huh. Um, Probably Dance Dance. Yeah, that. And what was the one before that? Um, Sugar We're Going Down. Yes. Anyway, who cares? Wow. I'm glad. I, I can't believe I remembered that. Yeah. I was such an emo kid. Okay. <laughs> I was not. I was. I'm sad now thinking about it. <laughs> thinking about how sad I was back then. <laughs> You're sad about thinking about how sad you were. <laughs> Is that it? Are That's we done? That's it. We did yeah, it. Yeah, we did it. We almost didn't do it. I know. I thought I was going to die. It. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for sticking it out with us. Yes. Yes.
as with the show changes and we figure shit out. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can find us on Twitter, Cinema Forsaken, which I still haven't done anything on there ever. Do it. Um, Here, you do the rest. All right. Well, you can contact us by email if you want to drop us a line, make a suggestion, let us know how we're doing at Forsaken Cinema. Oh, it's Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Sorry. Um, And that's pretty much it where you can contact us or follow us. But you can listen to us on all streaming platforms. We're available everywhere. So you probably already figured out. Yeah. So please make sure you like us, rate, review. If you can leave us a review and some stars, if you're on Apple or whatever, let's do that. We would really appreciate it. Maybe share. You know, give us a follow. Tell your friends. Yes. Tell your enemies. Tell your, tell your frenemies. And yeah. Do you have all three? Do you have like an enemy, a friend, I and a friend? I don't. I just have friends. I'm too old to even bother. I don't really have enemies at work. I'd love to have a sworn enemy, though, where we just do A nemesis? Do yes. Oh, right? I think a nemesis would be great. Okay. okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it. That we is. will talk to you guys next week. Maybe, hopefully. We'll try. Bye. Bye.